Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have with me an e-commerce marketing expert, Jason K. Williamson. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I, um, I say this every time I jump on a show, but it is so much fun to jump on and meet new audiences because every single time you have people that have I've never met, that I've never reached out to. And I love these opportunities. So first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for having me. And it's a great opportunity to hopefully provide a lot of value to everybody who's listening. Absolutely. I'm sure everyone watching or listening is going to learn a lot about this because the topic is how to increase ROI using SMS and email marketing. And everybody out there who's an entrepreneur or a small business owner, they don't really know how to tap into these types of uh, you know tactics and strategies. So we're going to cover them. And um, first thing I want to ask you too is, the pandemic, obviously, it's a big topic. You know, we're in the middle mm-hmm. of year three. What kind of paradigm shifts or changes did you notice that happened before the pandemic into the pandemic when it came to using SMS and email marketing? Yeah. So personally, I've not really noticed a difference uh, pre-pandemic post. I think it's more the pandemic, what it had the effect on the economy that's made the biggest difference. So, so not in the usability, not the functionality. It's just that everybody's starting to spend less. Okay. And you start to see that in your ROAS. I I, I call it ROAS just because everyone calls it ROAS, you know. Yeah. It's not exactly ad spend, but when you're you know, when you're sending emails or when you're sending SMSs, you do pay for credits. So to me it's some sort of ROAS. Um but yeah, the, the biggest difference I've seen really is consumer behavior in regards to obviously the USA heading into what seems to be a, a deep yeah, a deep recession that could almost hit a depression. Um, so we've seen that people definitely buy less, but they don't engage less. Okay. So my opens are just as good. My clicks are just as good. I would just say that the sales aren't quite there. And I think it's just there's a lot of decisions that people have to make. Yeah, that makes actually, a lot of sense. I, I, I'll, give, I'll give one bonus tip, actually, for anybody listening to this. Please, I, I build websites... Every now and then when I'm bored, um, <laughs> Don't we I'm taking a bunch of websites from like, <laughs> you know, 0.7% to like three and three to 5%. And the, the simple thing is I make websites super easy to navigate. I make product pages, super obvious where to buy and everything. But one of the biggest changes and I actually, um, heading overseas, you know, in a couple of days, I was looking for one of those, you know, those neck pillows that you can kind of like, yep. you put your arms in, you, it's inflatable. You put your arms yep. in, you can sleep I, face I, I down on it. I looked at the same one. I looked at the same Dude, one. Dude, how good does that thing look? Where, not, where are I'm, the, I'm not going to get it, but it looks good. <laughs> Dude, I was so close. I, I could have thrown it in the bin if it didn't work for 20 bucks. Um, but because I'm in Australia on Amazon, my delivery time was like, I, I looked at it like, I don't know, like six days ago and I wouldn't have got it until like the 10th of December. Oh my God. There's like two, two and a half weeks, three weeks. So I jumped on another website. I found one sleep, sleep easy or something. Um, and as I'm looking at it, it says express shipping and all these good things. Website's great. And I get to the final bit and I'm sat there and all I'm begging for is somebody to tell me how long this shipping time is. And I end up getting off the website, not purchasing and never purchasing that product. And the simple fact is if they would have told me how long shipping would have been, they would have got me as a customer. So that's actually, I I love to point that one out um, and it it became more relevant. But I think one of the things a lot of people miss out on uh, because we were talking about, you know, as the customer lands on the page it seems like the decisions are different i do think shipping is a big one as well amazon in the usa being able to yep. do almost like overnight deliveries or i get like, same day delivery sometimes man when i came over to the usa i was in arizona with um, an ex-girlfriend of mine 
I remembered I got there and I was like, I'm from Australia. So it takes two weeks sometimes two weeks. to get things. And I was like, I got to order now. So yeah. it was like 7am in the morning. I jump on Amazon. I get a couple of things. I get some books. I get some stuff. All of a sudden, 8pm at night, boom, boom, boom. I'm yep. like, what the huh? It like, comes and really quick. Goes, Amazon's here. And I'm like, eh, how did this, you do that in one day? This is not a joke. Literally four days ago, because I'm going on a trip too, I wanted to order like an eye mask and a neck pillow and a couple other things. I ordered them at like 2 p.m. and they showed up at like 5 p.m. Three hours later. Oh, my. No joke. That I was like very hard crazy, to crazy. It would take me that longer is... to go to the store. It would take me longer to go to the store. Right? You know, right? So... That is super hard to compete with. But yeah. I think the amazing thing there is and the lesson that anybody can take away from that is the buying decisions that people are making when they land on a website are starting to change. People are looking for different things. They're looking for, and I mean, I think I saw a consumer behavior statistics chart and one of them was like, they're looking for free shipping or how long does shipping take? So I think that's one thing is you have to understand that I think we have to educate our customers more now on our product, on our website, on um, our service, um, because I'm just seeing that people like aren't being as impulsive and decisive as they used to be. It's taking a lot more retargeting. Some people don't end up buying. Um, And I think that's just one of the biggest consumer shifts I've seen. And that doesn't specifically relate to SMS, but I do see it through SMS. Yeah. And I was going to say that I I believe it's a lot less impulse buys. People were just buying frivolously, you know, for years and years and decades even. And now all of a sudden like, well, wait a minute, I don't really have any money and I might be out of work next month. And, you know, I got to start saving, et cetera. So um, let's talk about the belt. Let's talk about your Trojan horse method um, that you can use to unlock thousands of hidden cells in your Shopify store. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing this for oh, about seven, seven, eight months now. Actually, no, no, a year now. I started this back um, last Black Friday, just when oh, wow. I was working with them. Um, I still work with a brand called the Udi. Um, and what I did was I, what happened is SMS got harder to capture leads. There's a lot of loopholes that you got to kind of jump through. It gets easier as it goes along. You know, it's kind of one of those things where like, oh, it's difficult now because it's so brand new, but then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it starts to clarify later and you go, oh, well, this is how we do this, this, and this, and it becomes easier. But one of the things that happened is we could capture leads very easily. They could just enter their phone number, tick, yes, I want to receive emails and SMS, which was already pre-checked, right. and we would capture bucket loads of leads. We we got like 100,000 leads. I mean, the Udi's a massive brand and they do ridiculous uh, traffic. So it makes sense, but we captured like a hundred thousand leads in the space of like four months or five months without really any lead gen. Wow. And, and that's then, just from having the little box to tick and yeah, but then the rules changed. Okay. So we weren't allowed to do that anymore. And anybody wow. that we caught through that became non-compliant. So we had to delete our list and start again. Ugh. What the TCPA and what SMS carriers want is they want us to give our customers Absolute explicit notice. They they need to give explicit consent to receiving text messages. So what that means is we can no longer have a default pre-checked box that says join their SMS list. We need to have it unchecked. So anywhere there's a form that needs to kind of be an unchecked or if they type in their phone number, they have to submit. Now in the USA as well, if they type in their phone number on like a check and they don't hit the checkbox. I never um, hit the checkbox. <laughs> yeah, they'll never hit the, nobody does. Um, but that's why we need to come up with the Trojan horse method. That's why I came up with it because nobody does. We know we went from like 100% of our people right. to about 10% say yes. 
Um, so, but I'm just kind of explaining the TCPA because it's very important to understand. But knowing knowing what we're going to do, so now it's they've got to hit the checkbox, or if they use like a pop up form and they type in their phone number and they say submit, what can happen there is I can be texting Daniel from you know philadelphia mm-hmm. um and then i accidentally could have put one wrong digit in there and all of a sudden i'm texting steve in california and uh, steve didn't sign up and now yeah. all of a sudden i'm spamming steve because he never right. signed up there's right, no explicit right. consent so what happens there jace is we have double opt-in so the customer has to reply why to confirm that yes i, I signed up to this or no i get those two yeah or stop yeah. to opt out or whatever i yeah. see those two the problem with that, though, is oh, that you will, yes, the 70% of people don't do it. They'll uh, sign up for the offer. They'll get there. They'll get the reply why, and they'll go, eh, eh. and just leave it. <laughs> so there's a couple ways around that, and I'll explain this now. So what I developed in the end was it was called the Trojan Horse Method. And I know by going to bars when I was, you know, when I wasn't married, uh, <laughs> I would go to a bar and I'd try and go get a girl's number, right? I'd do a little bit of chit chat, do a little bit of warming up. And then I'd say, Hey, can I get your number? And she'd go, yes, no, maybe. And then right. one girl goes, actually, I had this happen a few times, which is really sad. <laughs> she goes, uh, can I give you my number, bro? I'll give you my email. Oh yeah. Like, I've, I've gotten those oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the kind of story I took away from that is, Email is so frictionless. Anybody really will give you their email. You can go on the street and go, hey, like, what's your number? And she go, you freak. Or you go, hey, what's your email? She go, this? Yeah, there so, you go. Because, like, email's Email is super easy, right? I mean, I'm not going to call the email a girl, but um, email is super easy. It's frictionless. And so that's what I discovered. And I thought to myself, well, if I have a front-end opt-in that's just email because it's very, very frictionless and it's very low barrier to entry, um, I could capture a lot of leads. And then one day... I'm going through a drive-thru. I'm at a McDonald's or something. And I'm trying to watch my weight. I'm trying to lose some weight. So I said to myself, I'll just get a medium, right? I'll just get a regular meal. And as I get to the check, I get, you know, I get there. I say, I'll just get a regular. And I get to the part where I pay. And she goes, hey, sir, would you like to upgrade your order for just $1.50 today? And I unconsciously was like, yep, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And I tapped self. the card and walked, like, drove off. And then I looked at my wife, like my now wife. And I was like, oh, crap, they got me so easily with that. There was like, there was something with the, would you like to upgrade your order being so easy and upgraded sounds so good. I was like, how do I do that to my customers? And that's kind of how the Trojan horse was born. So now what we do is using pop-ups, we will first and foremost use a low barrier entry, frictionless, you know, email opt-in. I'll say, hey, and this is my best one. So I always and forever will on these podcasts give away Everything that I do, um, I'm a big believer in that 99% of people won't do it. I hope that the 1% on here listening will. Um, right. And then one day what I want you to do is find my LinkedIn or find my Instagram, message me and go, I did it. And it worked. Right. And this is how much money I made. <laughs> nice. But what you're going to go ahead and do is you're going to create a pop-up. Now, my favorite tool to use is OptiMonk. I've been using them for about six, seven years. I've generated probably 50 million US dollars north with pop-ups alone. And I've done that all through OptiMonk. Is this I believe works, it's does, the, does that work through WordPress too? It works through pretty much everything. Any custom okay. website, Shopify, WordPress, Magento, Big Commerce, anything. So they work as they work for me as a bridge, right? So what I've got is I've got email. And in the middle, I've got SMS. And at the end, I've got results. So using a pop-up like Optimunk, I will create this this email opt-in. I'll say my favorite one is mystery discount. Enter mm. your email, reveal your code. 
And most of the time I get 10% and up. Now, the reason I get 10%, let me explain this to the audience and please pay attention to this. The reason why my pop-ups perform so much better than most people's pop-ups is A, the timing. Don't do it within like three seconds because people haven't even figured out what the website is yet. I would wait for about 30 seconds whilst they're on one specific page so that they at least had some time to, to read um, you know, certain stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or you can do also 60%. Here's a cool trick. Do not put an exit intent on mobile because it's impossible to figure out and it just bugs out. Put an exit intent on desktop and a timed one on mobile. So on desktop, there's no time. If they go to exit the screen, they'll get it. Right. On mobile, I'd have 30 seconds just, just for, just for like, you know, easy, easy numbers. Um, then, I ha- then what I'm going to go ahead and do. So is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say reveal my code. I get about 10%. Um, and I make sure that each pop-up is built specifically for desktop and mobile. You can, using OptiMonk, you can hide, you know, you can do that responsive thing where it's like hide on desktop, hide on mobile. So I'll hide one block for desktop. I'll one hide, uh, and then you can, oh, actually, sorry, you don't even need to do that. With that, they have the mobile and desktop version. It's responsive. So, yeah. yeah. So what I would go ahead and do is make sure that that button is super fat. The letters are of super course. thick. The opt-in is super obvious. And, and that's how I usually outperform. So, Quick little caveat story. Uh, working with the Udi one day, I was looking at their opt-in. They were getting around seven to eight percent. It was this particular variant was at seven percent. I went ahead and tweaked it, put on the mystery discount, fattened up the buttons, made it really, really super obvious for mobile users to use, and we went from seven percent to fifteen percent. It's amazing. And and you mentioned ten percent or mystery deal. What would you yeah. um, say to somebody? So there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are maybe offering a service that doesn't, or maybe not even service, maybe a free app, right? A consumer yeah. a consumer product. What would you, what would the pop up be to convince them to put their email in if you're just giving yeah. away a free app? Yeah. Well, that's going to be that's going to come down to target market research, understanding what it is they want. I often would do a lead magnet. Of any sort, lead magnets are great. If you get the right lead magnet, one of the ones that I did was my uh, perfect abandoned cart template for my target market. That was an easy no-brainer. I was getting like 30, 40% opt-ins on that. And then what I went ahead and did to upgrade them to SMS, I said, "Hey, would you like to get a like abandoned cart checklist?" Or if it, I was split testing offers, the better one was, "Would you like to get the like a full list of my templates for free?" So I gave them like the one kind of like how to do it breakdown anatomy. Right of the perfect abandoned cart. But then I said, Hey, would you like my abandoned cart swipe files for free? All you got to do is give me your phone number. That's good. So like offering so, free, free guidelines, free lists, free offerings of some sort, an ebook or uh-huh. anything. So yeah. That's yeah. usually the way to go to is offering free stuff for sure. Yeah. Checklist PDS and stuff. I think ebooks have the lowest, like what you want is you want something that's easy to consume within two to three minutes as right. a service. Something, based something business. Short. It's going to be, yeah. Sure. Actionable, easy to consume. And they've got to be able to really get something out of it. You always want, as a service-based business, you always want your lead magnet to give value to the person. And it's got to be one of those things. It's got to be a Russell Brunson, right? You've got to provide so much value that they go, wow, if this, if, and I think Alex Amosi said it, if your free stuff is better than their paid stuff, you win. Right. So I just make 100%. sure that whatever you put out there is super valuable. So, but, but going back to that, like that's the same method. And then I would do the same thing as what I do uh, in e-commerce as I would in services, or I've done it in Muay Thai businesses as well. You know, I've said, Hey, like get a, get a one week trial for free. And then when they say, yeah, if I want to upgrade them, I'd say like, get a free pair of hand wraps by just joining our SMS list. Okay. I'm always going to give an upgraded offer away for free to get their SMS. The reason being is SMS is so juicy. So what I actually do is knowing the upgraded kind of method through the, you know, drive through, I said to myself, well, 
How do I do that to them? I, I do two things on this next step. So once they enter their email to get the mystery discount, I do two things or three things. The third one, the next step of the pop-up is I reveal the discount. Hey, there you go. You won 10%. Well done. Congrats to you. And then I say a very key word. I say, would you like to upgrade your discount code to 15%, right? My favorite that just outperforms every time, and I, I encourage people to do this if they have the margins, simply because if you get somebody's text message, if you get their phone number, it's super juicy and so easy to contact them. Um, I would encourage you to go with what I say, double your discount. I would say your discount, 10%, double your discount. Um, gotcha. Double your discount to uh, 20%. And then I give them the power of choice. So I said, yes, upgrade. No, thanks. Email is fine. If they say yes, upgrade, they go to a page where using PostScript, my favorite software for SMS. I use that too. Yeah, exactly. Right. So have you seen that you can create those keywords? Then you can go into acquisition. You can go to growth and then you can create that little link. That's a two tap. The cool thing about that two tap is when they tap, opens up their native text, they hit send. It skips double opt-in because... We know that that's the correct number. We can't mess it up. I always use that too. Awesome, and, and that's it. That's this the is, double. That's the Trojan horse method. You will you will see that that double your discount will probably get 50, 60, 70%. So if you're getting 10% of your website visitors onto your email, you're getting 60, 70% of them into SMS. You're seeing six or 7% of website visitors, brand new traffic turning into SMS subscribers. And if you do that with a keyword reply that says, hey, here's your discount. 20% off, click to activate. You're going to see 60 to 70% click through and you're going to see 20 to $30 EPM and you're going to get bucket loads of money for that. And I think everybody who just listened to this or watched this uh, automatically got a great discount and a deal by listening to you because you just gave them a wealth of knowledge. Where can people find out more about your business and hire your services if they need to? Yeah, so I'm, I'm on more of a, a learning route. So if you want to just learn more about me, you want to kind of find out all my free content, jasonkwilliamson.com. If you want to go ahead and work with me, e2.agency is my agency's website. You can book a call with me there if anybody wants to work with me. Um, outside of that, man, uh, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, if just people just want to chat. Sweet, Jason. Thanks so much, man. e2.agency, check it out, and jasonkwilliamson.com. Thanks again for coming, man, and we will see everybody in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.